Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 227 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Why so many people feel their personal growth work is all in vain. This is a very common sentiment among the growth-oriented among us, those of us that have gone on that journey of trying to better ourselves, better our lives, deepen our spiritual connections, study the mysteries of the universe and all of that wonderful stuff, right? It's a very noble, worthwhile goal. Anyone attempting to do it, you should give yourselves credit because none of us are under any obligation to do any of that stuff. We're under no obligation to become better people, to do any inner work or any of that stuff, right? So make sure you're giving yourself some credit along the way and showing yourself some compassion and self-love. Those are things that are often sorely lacking in many of us. But anyway, that main idea of feeling like everything you're doing is in vain. None of it's working. Nothing's sticking. You're wasting your time. In many ways, this idea can increase our suffering because we might have felt bad before, but then we get the hope that things can get better. We have all these expectations of what this journey will bring. A lot of these expectations are a little unrealistic. And I don't mean that like a skeptical, cynical type way, but just in a way of the mindset we're operating from, what we're hoping to accomplish is, again, it's we might be setting ourselves up for, for a failure. And it's not because we're not, and that sense of failing is not because you're doing anything wrong. It's just because, again, you're expecting things to happen that maybe that's just, it's not what's supposed to happen. And again, nothing has gone wrong and you're not doing anything wrong. But anyway, I'm going off on a lot of tangents there as, I'm, as I tend to do often. But that feeling, right, it's, you feel, it can end up making us feel worse because like I said, we have this hope, we have this expectation. And then whereas before we maybe really weren't trying to do anything, we weren't trying to change, we had maybe resigned ourselves to our circumstances, we resigned ourselves to all of our mental and emotional turmoil, but then there's that glimmer of hope, there's the expectation, and then it seems to be not working. These expectations are going unmet. We thought all these things would change in our lives. They don't seem to be changing. We expected all these changes within ourselves that, again, we maybe were setting ourselves up for some uh, disappointment there by setting some unrealistic goals of what type of person we would become. So that leaves us feeling worse because we actually tried all of that hope and sense of relief we might have felt. You know, it can kind of come crashing down inside of us because, right, it's like, well, none of this is working and all of that. So the reason that and I touched on this in my last podcast, and it's something I've said a lot before, but you know, it's just something that always bears repeating because we need that we have a lot of deep conditioning, we need to hear these things a lot to let them sink in. So we can really start changing our thinking and, and you know, changing our approach to all of this. So we can we do things in a way that's more quote unquote, successful, if you want to think of it that way. A lot of this work seems in vain because the way the human ego mind works and its intentions and its goals and its reasons for doing all of this can set us on a path where yeah, we're not going to see the results we're looking for. Um, and it feels like it's in vain because a lot of this work, the again, our intentions and what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish, our motivations from the outset, all of the stuff we're doing it's really only treating the symptoms of our true problem. We're not, a lot of the stuff we're doing is not getting at the root of our true problem. And our true problem is that ego human mind thought system. It's very dysfunctional. 
its thought system, what it believes, how it wants us to operate. It, there's a lot of, it causes us a lot of pain and it creates all this anxiety and self-loathing, dissatisfaction with our life. And again, so our approach to our personal growth work, our spiritual work is we're just treating the symptoms of that mental dysfunction, all of the anxiety and all of these things. LOA manifestation specific sort of work is a perfect example of this. We have all of this, again, this, all of these bad feelings coming from this dysfunctional thought system. And we want to manifest all of these things to make all those bad feelings go away. So when we're just treating the symptoms of the mental dysfunction, the symptoms of this kind of fucked up thought system, yeah, a lot of that work will see at some point, a lot of us will feel that feeling of like, this all seems to be in vain. This doesn't really seem to be working. Nothing's really helping me. And like anything, if we don't, if we just treat the symptoms of something and not the root cause, we may see some relief. So it's not to say that unless you're doing this deep work and you're going deep into your mind from that, you're not going to make any progress. You're not, that's obviously not true, but lasting consistent progress, really feeling like you've made a dent in these issues or really feeling like, yeah, I really feel different. I really feel like I'm moving forward. I really deep within me. I feel some kind of change in a way that's again, meaningful, lasting, consistent, genuine. That won't happen when we just treat the symptoms. And because we're just focused on treating the symptoms, like I've said before, a lot of our personal and spiritual work, it takes on a very action-oriented thing, right? We're always about tools and techniques and programs and this modality and this. And again, there can be value in that. But a lot of that stuff, again, it's aimed at treating the symptoms of our true problem, which is the dysfunctional thought system. It's The true problem is in our mind. It's what's in our mind that's creating our anxiety, creating our dissatisfaction, creating our bodily symptoms, creating the conflicts in our world, all of that stuff. It's right. It's coming from within our mind. And a lot of the stuff we're doing is not addressing what's happening in our mind. Again, it's only addressing the symptoms of it. So if we just try to manage our anxiety, for example, by trying to engage with all these different coping mechanisms and what have you. Again, you might feel some relief. You know, it's not about all those things will have no benefit at all. That's obviously not true. But the anxiety, so if we're just trying to treat the feelings of anxiety by trying to like dull those feelings or make those feelings go away, again, we might feel like some benefit to some degree, maybe, but some people might feel like, yeah, none of this stuff works. I've tried meditating. I've tried yoga. I've tried visualization. I've tried deep breathing. I've tried dialoguing with my inner child. I've tried crystals. I've tried balancing my chakras. I've tried this. I've tried that. And I'm still anxious. It's like, well, yeah, because your anxiety, that feeling of anxiety is coming from the thoughts you're thinking. So if we're not looking at the root, again, if we're not looking at the root of all of these emotional issues and all of this stuff, this stuff we're dealing with. It's like, oh, I want to try to fix this and feel better. Yeah, we will feel like a lot of the stuff we're doing is quote unquote not working. And that's frustrating because we're in a lot of pain. And of course we're motivated. That's another reason too, you know, that, that why this happens is, and I've talked about this a lot before too, ego human mind does not operate from a space of how do we maximize well-being? How do I heal? How do I become the best version of myself? How do I move through the world in a different way? 
not concerned with any of that human ego mind is about how do I minimize my pain? So again, the pain that we're feeling, all this emotional pain and it's all its various forms, our fear, our anger, our bitterness, our resentment, our anxiety, our self-loathing, our sense of restlessness, all of these uncomfortable feelings, that's again coming from our thought system. Those, thought, those feelings are not coming out of nowhere. But because ego human mind's only interested in pain minimization, it doesn't, it's not interested in, in the root cause. It's like, I don't really care about healing or fixing anything. I just want to minimize all those bad feelings. And again, that's what puts us on the path of just treating symptoms and feeling like, yeah, this is, not, I'm not really seeing, I really don't feel any different. I've tried, again, I've tried so many things and I know as a fellow human, I get it. It's frustrating, but that will continue to be the journey if we're not really looking at the root cause, if we don't go into our minds and see what's happening there. And if we continue to just focus on treating the symptoms of that dysfunctional thought system, like I said, again, I keep stressing this. I want to, I don't want to make it sound like, well, nothing's going to work and you're screwed. And I mean, anybody, I mean, for a very long time, I focused on treating the symptoms. I definitely found benefit from that for sure. But there was always still, there was still a sense of like, yeah, there's something missing here still. There's something off still. I'm not really, I keep coming back to certain problems. Certain things keep cropping up over and over again. And then, and this is something that sounds obvious and we know it, but it's very easy to overlook it. It's very easy to kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. File it away with all the other things we've learned that we don't really contemplate on any real level and see how these issues personally, these ideas personally relate to us and how we can apply them in our own lives. So it wasn't until I started going within my mind that, again, getting at the root of the problem that I saw any real relief. And I was like, oh, and again, it, it dawned again, I was aware of this, but not really aware, aware. And another, like I said before, too, the that human ego mind part of us, it doesn't want to do that. It's like, I don't want you examining my thought system. I don't want you going deep into your mind because then I lose my power over you. You'll stop doing all the things I want to do. You'll stop doing things the way I want them to be done. I need to control you. And if you start pulling apart and picking apart that thought system, you start seeing what I'm really doing. You start seeing how dysfunctional I am and how actually the way I want you to do things and the way I want you to feel and think is actually working at cross purposes with every goal that you have. Yeah, sorry, I can't have that. It's kind of like what I said in my last podcast before. As long as it thinks all of your personal spiritual growth work is nothing more than some kind of like intellectual like curiosity or it's just something you're doing to pass the time, it won't bother you too much. But as soon as it thinks you're getting serious, it's like, oh, no, 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 back it up. Sorry, can't have that. This is, you know, got to put the kibosh on all of this. So if you are struggling right now, know that it's not because you're doing something wrong Again, that's another thing too, right? With the, the treating the symptoms, it keeps us, like I said before, in that very action-oriented mode. We think personal growth and spirituality is this action-based process that we do certain things and then we change. That's not really how it works. Now, certain actions we can take can certainly support us significantly and have immense value. Meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, journaling, again, whatever, you know, everyone resonates with different things. So, you know, if you are doing that sort of stuff, if you are 
uh, your personal growth, spiritual work does have a strong action component to it. Remember, in and of itself, that has no power. So it's really important that you only do things that truly feel resonant with you on an emotional level. Because if they don't and you're just doing them because someone told you that's the best thing to do or whatever, it's like, yeah, if it's not, again, if there's no emotional resonance for you, just doing that in and of itself cannot guarantee any change. There's no action you can take that can change your mind for you that can change your thinking independent of you deciding to change your thinking independent of you deciding to explore what's happening in my mind what's going on inside my mind right now what are the narratives what are the stories what am I carrying around in there what are the thoughts going through my head and when I say this I always stress this too I'm not talking about this constant deep analysis of every thought you have and every feeling and where that feeling come from and what's the thought there no you don't want to do that that's not necessary but we have to realize that if we want to make any real headway, if we want to feel, you know, if we want to start shaking that feeling of like all of this stuff I'm doing is in vain, it's a total waste of time, it's useless, then this, you know, we have to make that commitment to going within our mind. We have to commit to that true inner work of like what is happening inside of me? What is happening in my mind? What am I feeling? My thoughts my thoughts are creating my feelings. My beliefs, my perceptions are creating my feelings. If I continue to just try to just work on the feelings and try to do things that make feel good. And again, that's good. You know, if it feels good, that's great. But my point is, like I was saying, if we just focus on how do I get, if we still are operating from pain minimizing mode of what can I do to make these bad feelings go away? Like, again, a lot of us will start reaching a point where we're like, yeah, this really feels like this is, I'm just wasting my time here. All of these years or months or whatever, however long you've been doing this. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've done this retreat, I've done this seminar, I've done this thing, that thing, and none of it's quote unquote working. It's not working because you're not getting at the root of the, the issue. So what is happening within your mind? If we don't go within the mind, we can't, if we don't see what the thinking, the perceptions, if we're not looking at these narratives, these stories, these beliefs, what we're seeking will forever elude us because that's where all of those bad feelings are coming from. And like I said, ego human mind operates from pain minimizing mode. So naturally just treating the symptoms, minimizing the pain, that goal, that, that strategy, that path that makes perfect sense to that part of us. It's like, well, yeah, cause that's what I want. That's all I really care about. I don't care about healing your trauma, healing your emotional pain, healing all of this stuff, or tr again, truly maximizing well-being and minimizing pain are not the same thing. And this is another thing too with this journey that again, it's easy to kind of overlook the profound significant, the significance of this idea because we think they're the same. Well, it's like, well, yeah, I'm trying to minimize pain because pain feels bad. If I minimize my pain, I'll feel better. It's like, yeah, but that is a very, very different journey than trying to maximize well-being. Minimizing pain is a very different experience that will look very differently than the journey of I'm trying to heal pain and maximize my well-being, actually cultivate more positive emotion in my life genuinely. And the action-oriented symptom management, pain minimizing, again, we might see some movement from that. It's not saying that will be a total failure and like you won't feel anything or feel better in any way. No, that's not true at all. But a lot of people, what they experience is like there's some lessening, there's some relief, but there's still something in the background that's like, ugh, the relief is temporary. 
It doesn't take much to disturb your peace. It doesn't take much to bring you back to that negative place. Again, that's all a result of we're just managing the symptoms. We're not getting at the root cause of the issue, looking at the thought system, going within the mind, looking at where these feelings are coming from, letting ourselves feel these feelings and being honest about what we're feeling. And I know that's, again, the mind's like, no, thank you. I don't really, I, if I have to pick between doing all that or just like thinking I can find some tool or technique or some strategy or routine or ritual that will just minimize all of that. Okay, I'm fine with that. And some people, you might think, yeah, I'm actually okay with that. That's okay. That's another thing too I talk about in a lot of this. And it kind of like relates to what I said earlier when I started doing this podcast. We're not under no obligation to do any of this. No one's any under obligation to do this work on that deeper level of really going into like the shit of their mind. You don't have to. Plenty of people might do personal growth and spiritual work at a more quote unquote surface level and not in a judgmental way. That's fine. But for people that really, and they might feel better and they feel okay and they get through life fine. Like people do it all the time. It's fine. But for people that are really struggling, you probably got to go a little bit deeper. There are people, you know, like myself that I just want to go deeper because I, I see going deeper into my mind and, and all the different teachings that I read that really resonate with me. I'm like, yeah, I really want to do that. I'm down for that journey. I know it's going to be painful. And again, for me, part of it was I was experiencing throughout different periods of my life and even recently with different things that have happened, different loss and, and health issues, different things that happened over the last like year or so, especially I was going to some pretty dark places and I, I had a lot of stuff come up and I was like, you know, I, it made me get even more serious. Cause a lot of people too, that's what you'll find is like, you get, you know, it's a pro most of us, we probably might not dive deep in right away, especially again, right? Like I said before, because we're motivated by pain minimizing in the beginning, especially most of our work is going to be on that more surface level of like, well, how do I just feel better? How do I manifest the stuff I want? How do a uh, law of attraction, manifestation, conscious creation, all that stuff, right? And like I've always said, you know, LOA, manifestation, you know, energy vibration, just fancy words for feelings. So anything you do that improves your emotional state will benefit manifestation. That deep inner work to me, I've always thought of it as like, um, like more advanced level manifesting. <laughs> like a lot of the teachings, the way the LOA presented, it's almost like, um, LOA, like 101, like beginner level, like manifesting or something with like set your intention focus. And it's like, yeah, there's power in that. But anyway, right. So because where, because most of us, we will start out on that more surface level and everyone can decide how deeply they want to go, how deeply they want to take it. For me, it was partially, I felt like I had to do it because I had deeper stuff coming up. And I knew that, and like, based on everything I learned, I knew that I would not feel better unless I committed to that deeper work. And then again, a part of me, like I, even if I wasn't maybe kind of quote unquote forced into it. It felt like my hand was being forced because of what I was going through. I still kind of wanted to do that anyway, because I was always interested in that deeper work, you know, as, as, you know, I got more interested in that as, as time went on. So we have to be willing to go within our minds if we really want to see that movement, because that's where it's all coming from. It's our thought system. It's our beliefs. It's our perceptions. It's our view of the world. It's our view. It's all of our thoughts. It's perception. That's where the only thing ever hurting us is our perceptions. It's our thoughts. And there's a lot of spiritual teachings that will tell you there's all sorts of different ways of thinking that can heal all of your pain that you human, that's humans go through. Because again, if it's, if the only thing ever hurting us is our perception for every perception that's 
painful for you right now, whether it's something happening in the world, politics, a social issue, something in your own personal sphere, your personal life, a, a troubled relationship, a health, whatever it is, there's whatever that perception is that's paining you. There's a spiritual teachings that will tell you, oh yeah, there's another way to look at that, that doesn't cause that pain, that won't cause that fear, that won't cause that anxiety. That's where we'll really start to heal all of that is changing the perception, changing our beliefs, because that's where it's coming from. If we don't look at what's happening in the mind and we just continue to treat the symptoms of that thought system, like I said, you might feel some relief here and there, but it's for a lot of people, it's it. you really won't feel any genuine shift and you'll still feel like, yes, yeah, I'll have a lot of anxiety. Well, where's my anxiety coming from? My thought system. And if I just try to manage my anxiety with yoga or something, it's like, that's not getting at the root of my anxiety. So if I don't look at that and I just keep trying to manage the symptoms of that thought system, again, it might, you might feel some relief. It's not like it's totally useless, but for a lot of people, there might be some surface level relief, but there's still something running in the background that feels off. Or a lot of people might be like, yeah, none of this stuff is working at all. And again, it's not because you're doing something wrong or yoga doesn't work or you're incapable somehow of doing this work or that you're lacking some skill or aptitude. No, it's just that you're not getting at the root problem. You're not going into your mind and looking at your thoughts and your belief system and your perceptions. That's where all of those feelings are coming from. So if we're not looking at where the anxiety and the anger and the bitterness and the resentment and the fear and the self-loathing and the restlessness and the constant sense of dissatisfaction, all of that, it's like, yeah, I can keep trying to treat the symptoms of that with some new retreat or new technique or new modality or new healing method or whatever. It's like, but that's still just, you're just treating the symptoms. We're just treating the symptoms when we're doing that. And if we're not treating the root cause, the symptoms will keep recurring. They might be a little milder. Maybe they don't recur as often. And again, that's great. That's improvement too. And that, that's good. But we can do better than that. And when I talk about this, I'm not talking about becoming some enlightened being where you'll never feel any bad feeling ever again. I mean, some people have gotten there. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I'm you know trying to get more in that neighborhood. To me, it's like, okay, well, that feels uncomfortable, but I'd really like to really start solving this problem by getting at the root of it. Because just treating the symptoms constantly, it's, you know, it's frustrating. Again, we feel like it's all in vain. That's a bad feeling to think you you know, made this decision to devote yourself to this path. And then you think nothing you're doing is working. And uh, again, your mind will has this false judgment about like, it's all bullshit. Or you think you're lacking in some way, like you're doing something wrong, or you're not, you're just not, you're just too fucked up. Sorry, like, you know, sorry, too bad for you. Like you don't get to part, you don't get to benefit from that. Like there's just too much stuff wrong with you. Whatever it is, right? We tell all these stories about it that feel really badly that are not true. The only problem is we're not looking at the root cause. We're just treating the symptoms. We're not going into the mind. We're really not looking at the mind. And a lot of people will be like, well, I know it's my mind. And on some level, we know that. But we, again, a lot of times we'll do that on a very surface level. Like law of attraction, for example. It's like, well, yeah, I know it's my mindset. I have to think more positive and I have to believe this and I have to believe that. It's like, okay, but then we're not really, so there's this maybe very kind of rudimentary level of, of looking at our thoughts. But again, it, it's not in a real deep way of like really trying to examine them and do it. We're just doing it on a more surface way because we're told, well, we have to think a certain way to get what I want. 
Well, if I think positive, so it's like people might be doing it again on a more surface rudimentary level, but really going deep within the mind, a lot of people that were not doing that. And it wasn't until I did that, that I started feeling any real relief from different feelings I was having because I was like, oh yeah, this whole time I wasn't really looking at the root cause of all of these issues. And again, like I said before, manifestation is a really, LOH sort of stuff is a really good example of this, treating the symptoms. We have all of these bad feelings. So we try to like um, manifest stuff that we think will make these feelings go away. And everyone's like, especially feeling like their manifesting work is in vain because they're like everything, I'm nothing's working. My life's not changing. All these problems I have, they're still here. I've had new ones have showed up, some cropped up along the way. Nothing's different. All the things I'm lacking are still that I wanted. They're still not here. And that's, this, that's another thing too. You know, like I said, we might be working with a teaching like that. We're aware to some degree of our thought system, but we're only working on it in a very rudimentary level. It's not really a sincere effort to really change anything or like to actually change our thinking in a meaningful way. We're just thinking, oh, that's yet another, that's something I have to do to get what I want. And we're trying, again, there's this very surface level attempt at positive thinking or whatever, but we're not really getting at the root of where all those bad feelings are coming from that you're trying to minimize through manifestation. Why do you feel so bad? We're not looking at why we want those things because anything we want externally, that's an ego human want and ego human wants are always coming from pain minimizing. They're never coming from, yeah, that would be interesting or cool or what would that be like? I'm curious. No, it's like, I have this bad feeling. I feel empty, lonely, sad, not good enough, whatever angry at the world, I need to prove something, whatever. And then the, the mind sees something in the external world that's like, yes, let's just get that and that, that feeling will go away. So that's why for a lot of people, manifestation doesn't quote unquote work for them because they're coming to that, they're setting that goal, they're coming to the, what they're bringing to the table there is a lot of very deep seated negative feelings that lie at the root of that desire that have nothing actually to do with the, the the thing at hand, the circumstance or what you have or don't have. And we're not looking at that. We're just trying to treat the symptoms again by through manifestation and like, well, I'll just get stuff that will make these bad feelings go away. And a lot of people find that even when they get stuff, they're still not happy, which again, like I said before, that can actually make people feel worse because they had all this expectation that like, you know, they were expecting this huge emotional payoff from these external changes and then they don't come. And, you know, tell as old as time, you hear stories day in and day out about people that have everything us human ego mind judges as good and desirable. They have it in spades and they have drug addictions and they commit suicide. They're extremely unhappy. They feel deep dissatisfaction. So clearly it, this, it's not all that stuff because then every, everyone that had those things would be deliriously happy and they're not. Not only are they not happy, some of them might be quite miserable. And sometimes those things even actually contribute to their unhappiness in some way. It actually makes their life worse, right? So again, it, it's not the outside changing the outside. It's a, The problem is always going to be in our mind. It's that the problem's inside. The solution's not outside. The problem's not outside. It's all within us. The problem's within our mind and the solution is within our mind because it's just our perception that's our beliefs. And we get to change them. And like I said before, we all have free will to choose. So someone can decide, well, no, I do believe this thing, this bad feeling belief is true. I do believe that I won't be happy unless this thing happens for me. 
okay, no problem. But then, you know, we have to realize, okay, well, if I'm insisting and holding on to a belief that feels bad, then I'm going to feel bad. Okay, but I'm okay with that. Okay, no problem. It's fine. You know, we, we get to decide and believe whatever we want. But, you know, if we're feeling so badly and we're being presented with these alternative points of view that would feel better, it's like, it might be worth a shot to consider to concede maybe this really painful belief that I'm holding on to with a death grip about this thing or that thing, this an idea about the world or something happening in my own life or whatever. Believing this feels really badly. There are spiritual teachers that will tell me I don't have to think that way, that the way I'm thinking is actually not true. And then this other way of thinking is actually true feels really good to think that way. Again, at the end of the day, we can all do whatever we want. For me, I was like, I reached a point where I wanted, you know, that saying, I'd rather be happy than right. Because that's what it is, right? Even though the beliefs are painful, we want to be right. And we'd rather be right. It's like that ego human mind values being right. It doesn't care that what it wants to be right about is incredibly painful for us and will cause us a lot untold amounts of emotional suffering and stunt our personal growth will stunt all of our efforts at improving our life because all the things we want, all the changes we want to make require us to embrace beliefs that it doesn't want to embrace because it wants to stick to these new, these other beliefs that are not, you know, anyone that's even gone into their mind on the most rudimentary basic level will see that the ego thought system is not very manifesting friendly. All the things it wants you to believe and what it makes you think about yourself and uh, wanting to control and action and, and control like all of that. It's like, yeah, all of that energetically is very icky. So it's like if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, then this belief system is going to pose a lot of problems because this belief system feels really badly. It makes me think things about myself that feel really badly. It makes me do things that feel really badly. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. So again, at the end of the day, we all get to choose. But, you know, it's like I was at a point where I was like, and I'm not saying I'm over it totally because I'm not. I find myself, you know, in these contradictions all the time. But, you know, because I have that conditioning like anybody else. But I have reached a point where I am very serious about entertain, tr doing my best to entertain perspectives that, that feel better and not want to hold on to perceptions and beliefs about the world and politics and all these different things that feel really, really badly. I want to sincerely believe that the problem is only within my mind because I can control what's in my mind because I get to choose my belief system. It feels bad to think the problem's in the outside world because there's a lot happening in the outside world that any one of us, any given individual cannot control by any means, like not a shot. So yeah, but anyway, personal growth spiritual feels like it's in vain. That's because we're only treating the symptoms of the dysfunctional thought system, the ego human mind thought system. If we don't go into our mind and in a sincere, genuine way, not just in the surface, well, let me think positive to get what I want, law of attraction kind of way, you will see like real movement because again, you're getting at the root of the problem. Your anxiety is not coming out of nowhere. Your anger is not coming out of nowhere. Your self-loathing is not coming out of nowhere. Your jealousy is not coming out of nowhere. Your bitterness is not coming out of nowhere. Your restlessness, your sense of dissatisfaction, it's not coming out of nowhere. There's a thought in your mind. There's beliefs. There's perceptions that are creating those feelings. And if we look at the root of where the feelings are coming from, then the feelings, they start to transform because you're getting at the root of them. So if you think about, I have a lot of anxiety. Well, why do I feel anxious? 
Well, I'm thinking thoughts that are creating anxiety. I'm looking at things in a way that make me feel anxious. If you were to change your thinking, you wouldn't feel as anxious anymore. Like, for example, if you feel anxiety about this kind of this general sense of like feeling unsafe in the world and never knowing what's going to happen and feeling like you need to control everything, but you can't control anything. And that feels right. So you have all this anxiety. There's many spiritual teachings will tell you God, universe, Jesus, infinite mind, source, whatever word you like to use. Yeah, they they handle time, space, reality. They got it. Whatever you need here, they can hook you up. I just, but we need you to believe that's how it works. Because again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, you need to believe things that create an emotional environment conducive to existing in such a reality, right? To reap the benefits of that sort of belief system. So if you started thinking about that, that change in thinking, you wouldn't feel so anxious anymore because you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm loved, I'm supported. Um, It's not my job really to figure any of this out. It's not my job to control it. The less I get involved, the better, actually. I don't need to be as involved in this process as I think and would like to be because I want to control everything because I'm scared. Guess what would happen to that anxiety? It's coming from a thought system. It's coming from a, a particular thoughts. You start embracing the, the counterpoint of all those thoughts, the spiritual counterpoint of every ego thought system that feels bad. There's a spiritual counterpoint that feels good. Guess what would happen to your anxiety? You would start feeling less anxious because the thoughts you're thinking now don't lend themselves to anxiety and fear. They lend themselves to feeling more calm and peaceful and trusting and relaxed. So that, you know, it's like, and you might still do, you know, you're a human being, you still might feel anxious. So you'll do things that support emotional well-being you'll do yoga and you'll meditate and your journal and you'll do this thing and you'll read about this spiritual thing and you'll keep with your texts and your philosophy yeah no problem great that will support all of that but none of that in and of itself can change your anxious thoughts if you don't look at what those thoughts are nothing you can't heal your anger unless you look at what why do i what's what what am i thinking that makes me angry yeah i can do breathing techniques day in and day out and that that works to some degree i can it keeps the anger down it keeps me a bit calmer but deep down inside I still feel a lot of anger yeah a breathing technique can't has nothing that can't get at your thoughts right so again I'm not saying not to do any of those things or these these there's no place for action in personal growth work it's a lot of us it will they will have a lot of action there will be an action component because there are lots of things we do that will help us feel good but again the root of our issue is our thinking and none of that you know, like yoga can quiet your mind and get you in touch with your thoughts. So that's the benefit of yoga, right? But yoga in and of itself won't, won't change your thinking, right? Doing poses and, and stretching and whatever, and like sitting quietly and like breathing for a couple of minutes. So yeah, personal growth work, spiritual work, it feels in vain, a lot of us, because we're only treating the symptoms of, of our dysfunctional thought system. We're not getting at the root and, you know, treating symptoms, When we're not getting at the root, the symptoms don't really go away or they might go away, but then they come back. They're less intense, but they're still there enough to a point where they're still bothering us. And right. And when we're we're not thinking of what's really going on, the mind's going to weave a whole narrative around that. That's going to feel badly. And it's going to tell you a bunch of stuff. That's not true. You're doing something wrong. All of this stuff is bullshit. Uh, You must be incapable, like you're, you're too fucked up to change or something, whatever the story is. It's like, remember, none of that is true. The only issue is you're not getting at the root of the problem. You're only treating the symptoms of the root of the problem. 
okay, cool. So I'm not doing anything wrong per se. I'm not incapable. I'm not stupid. I'm not like incapable of change because I'm too messed up or I'm doing whatever it is. It's like, oh, I just wasn't looking at the root of the problem. I was treating, I was just treating symptoms. And if I'm only treating symptoms again, yeah, then of course I'm going to feel like I'm not really getting anywhere because I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not going into my mind where the true problem lies. I'm only trying to deal with all the emotional fallout of that thought system by trying to minimize that pain in different ways or make it go away or try to cultivate positive emotion that again, you might feel like is working to some degree, but the positive emotion can't stick in a way because you haven't gone deep enough into your mind to really cultivate a belief system that would make that positive emotion more consistent. Again, if we're not really looking at our thinking and changing our thinking, all the good feelings we're trying to cultivate can't last because those, just like bad feelings come from our thoughts, our good feelings come from our thoughts too. And if we haven't really done any work on our thought system, there's really, there's, there's it'll be very wispy and, and like just fleeting and, you know, like it won't take much to, you know, we'll feel good, but it doesn't take much to kind of bring us crashing back down again. So yeah, we don't want all that work to be in vain. We want to start looking at the root cause and not just treating the symptoms. We want to go, we have to go in the mind and we have to ask ourselves, where is this anxiety and all these, where is this coming from? What are my narratives here? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Until I look at that sincerely and not just in a surface, let me try to think positive so I can get what I want in LOA kind of way. Then you'll see, you'll make real headway because you're getting at the root cause. You won't feel as anxious anymore when you start embracing thoughts that don't create anxiety. You won't feel as angry anymore when you start embracing ideas that don't create anger, right? It's it's actually quite simple. It's not easy in in a sense because, again, we're going to resist doing that. We don't want to. Pain minimizing mode is, is much more attractive because we like the idea of just, you know, we want to... It's like we want to change as much as possible without having to actually change. Uh, and, you know, that's attractive to that part of us. It's like, you know, see how much, how far I can take this without actually having to do any, any real work or actually look at anything in any real way. And let's just kind of keep it on the surface, keep it light, keep it action oriented, keep it external. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.